Hello, and welcome to the Cameron Blowy Show podcast. Before we start the show, we just want to let you know that this show in its original form was a YouTube video. Truth be told, we prefer people watch the YouTube videos because you get to see all the beautiful scenery. But for some reason, you're here listening to the podcast. So if you'd like to watch the video, just go to YouTube and search for the Cameron Blowy Show, and you'll find all the episodes there. But if you prefer the podcast, here's the show. G'day, I'm Cameron. And I'm Blowy. It's the Cameron Blowy Show. Cameron and Blowy. Good morning, Kammer. How are you? Good morning, Blowy. Very wet over here. It's peak rainy season. My shoes are completely saturated and there's that squishy feeling in my socks between my toes. But that's the way it is, bro. Mate, I've, um, I'm freezing here this morning. Um, there's... Um, it's uh, windy and I'm on the push bike. And, oh, okay. Yeah. And cold, yeah? And cold, yeah. So, um, yeah, and there's just, I'm just in the area now where there's lots of cars pulling out, so I'm just being a little bit careful, and I forgot to talk, so sorry about that. All right, you've got to be careful, Blowy. We've got to continue the show for some time yet. You know what, um, what they say, safety before spectacle. That's right. That's a uh, topic for another discussion. The team spinal hazard days, our rollerblading demonstration team. That's right. Yeah. But today, I wanted to talk about a rollerblading theme. And that is the time that we rollerbladed in a television commercial. Oh, what a good idea, Camera. Now, yeah. it takes us, it's a long, long, long time back. I think um, we were in, well, we're definitely in school. Um, do you remember what year it was? It would have been 1994. 94, okay, so we were in high school. Yes. Um, and at that point, what was the most fame you'd ever had? The most fame I'd ever had? Well, for me, it was being featured in the uh, Redcliffe Herald on the front page. Oh. Me and Pete Leong were on the front page of the Herald. Yeah. Look, I'm sure I'd been in the newspaper as well. Um, I'd been there a few times. I'm not sure at that stage, but if anything, probably the newspaper. Yeah. I've got a feeling I might have been on telly, like when um, maybe a television station came to our uh, school or something, and I might have been just in the background for a brief flash, but like it was, yeah. Actually, like. That reminds me, I was on that, the pageant video for the... Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, that was the big fame. Yeah, there was a pageant for the Bicentenary of Australia and um, they, a production company covered this big event that was in our hometown where all the schools came together and had a, uh, you know, a big song and dance. And uh, Joe was there being a convict. And uh, yeah, he was featured on like full front center, like uh, right in front of the frame in front of the camera for a, a good uh, 10 second grab or something. Oh look, I think you're being a bit um, generous there. It was probably more like about four seconds if I'm lucky. But, I and I wasn't doing very well either. I was um, mesmerized by the camera. I was just like, oh, the camera's filming me. Oh, oh, and I 
stuffed up my um, really, really easy um, uh, movements. You wouldn't even call it a dance. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you forgot all your moves. Yeah, I forgot my moves because I was just starstruck. Yeah. We'll have to um, we'll have to get that and put it on. Uh, we'll have to tweet that out so everyone can see it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was 1994, and the story starts down at. We had a brand new ramp that had just been built down at Scarborough. So we we come from uh, the Redcliffe Peninsula, and so the most northern northern suburb on that peninsula was Scarborough. Well, it still is, but um. They just made a new ramp there, and so uh, there were lots of kids down there. Rollerblading was at its kind of peak in 1994. And uh, we were down at the ramp and a pool, and uh, it was right on the road. And I remember, I still remember the moment the, uh, the nice car stopped and a well-dressed lady got out of the car. Do you remember that? Well, I wasn't actually there. Oh. Yeah, so. Um, okay, well, I better tell the story then. Yeah, I wasn't actually there. So tell you tell this first bit. Ah, okay. So a well-dressed lady kind of jumped out of a nice car and came down to the uh, to the ramp, and she's uh, watching us for a little bit. And she goes, "Whoa, a few of you are pretty good." And she goes, "What do you reckon about being in a uh, a television commercial for Hungry Jacks?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, pick me, pick me." And uh, if there was any like uh, friendship, this was all thrown aside as people kind of bustled to the front to be the one that she'd choose. No, 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 that's not how it works. And uh, we're like, oh, well, okay, do we have to do the biggest trick? No, 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 I don't make the decision. She goes, I'm an agent. Do you know what an agent is? And none of us really knew what an agent was, but we're a bit afraid to kind of tell her that we didn't know. So she kind of picked up on that and she told us, she goes, look, there's this thing called an audition. And you basically go, and the people making the uh, television commercial, commercial, they're gonna have a look at you, and they're gonna decide who they want for the commercial. So what happens, the way I get paid, if they choose someone who um, I'm representing, um, I take a small cut. Yeah, very small cut, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and we're like, oh, okay. And she so goes, but you need me because you need an agent to get there. They sort out all the paperwork and everything. It's very difficult. You could do it yourself if you know what you're doing. Hang on camera. I just got to um, quickly show you something. This is a new way that you have to push the buttons. Elbow. Wait, you have to explain it because I'm um, oh, okay. see. So yeah, there's, I'm just about to cross a road and um, you know the button that you push to make the thing go? <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Well, old days you used to push it with your fingers or your hand. But now, because of coronavirus, um, people are using their elbows. Yeah, people are using their elbows to um, push these buttons now. And just um, something else that I need to- Do you to sanitize your elbows when you go home? Uh, I wash my clothes. So it's cold oh, here, okay. so I've got um, a jacket on. But there's um, something else I've got to show you now as well. And- Oh yeah? It, I'm just going past a Hungry Jacks. There you oh, go. Look at that. Wow. Our, sponsor, our unofficial sponsor for the um, episode. They're not really. It's only um, we've done that deal and um, been paid in full. So this is not, not sponsored by Hungry Jacks. Okay, well, there's a bit of a spoiler alert there anyway. Oh, you, already mentioned, you already mentioned it. 
So, back to the story. So, um, this woman tells us that she's an agent and uh, we need an agent to go to the audition, which is fair enough. Like, she's the one who tells us about it. And she goes, so who's interested? And pretty much all of us put our hands up. And she's like, okay, well, I'll give you the details for the audition. And it's, it was, you know, still a week or so away. But everyone went so, was so excited saying, oh, I'm going to get the part, I'm going to get the part. I went, I must have gone home. Do you remember hearing about this um, audition? I'm the best, so I'm going to get the park. <laughs> Sorry? Now it looks like we've lost camera. So if he's talking... Can you, hear, can, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. We okay, so do you remember hearing about the audition from me? Yeah, so what happened was you came home from um, the skate park. Oh, you're not going to believe what happened today. Some um, famous lady came down the skate park and um, she's, um, they want people for a TV commercial. So, and I'm like, oh, I want to go, I want to go as well. Do you reckon I can go because I wasn't there? And yeah, probably. Just come along anyway. Um, and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, because I was, I was a bit nervous because I wasn't there that I wasn't going to be allowed to attend the audition. But I said, look, I'm going to go anyway. Brave move. Brave move. But I remember it was a fair way on the south side and we were on the north side. So it was way on the other side of town, probably had an hour's drive or so. So we needed mum's support. And mum, as always, was very supportive. Yep, yep, I'll drive you there. The whole kids, yeah, our sisters as well. Younger sisters came for the outing as well. It was after school, wasn't it, I believe? Yeah. So anyway, next week comes. We choose our best clothes. I remember I had my, um, my mustard wedge pants, which kind of were three-quarter long pants. People used to make the joke, are they long shorts or short longs? Oh, that classic, classic joke. Like, honestly, I can't tell you how many times I heard that when I wore those pants. These days, they wouldn't even get a second look, but in, in the early 90s, they were uh, quite the head turners. Because everyone back then was wearing, like, stubbies, wearing your little football shorts or... Um, These are shorts that basically just kind of cover the top, very top part of your thighs in your groin area. Yeah, that rugby players wear, um, they were like in fashion, um, and or otherwise you'd wear like tight black jeans. They were the options. That's right. So, um, what were you wearing? Do you remember? Yeah, I was wearing my. Um, I was wearing. Uh, I think. Whew, I don't, was it like a, a red, like long-sleeved, like dark red maroon almost, uh, Machino long-sleeved shirt? Yeah, I believe so. Mossimo, yeah, I think I was wearing Mossimo and maybe some bright jeans as well. Um, some cross-colour jeans or something, I think. Yeah, well, I was wearing, uh, a, yeah, these mustard-coloured pants and a purple uh, long-sleeved shirt that uh, really contrasted well with it. I did have a um, big, um, long, blonde undercut. Now, for anyone who doesn't know what an undercut is, it's um, when you have the top of your hair, it's um, really long, and then underneath is sh shaved, um, like really, really short. So um, the top bit just flops down, and it was really, really long, like probably, um, like ripped down to my shoulders almost and blonde. Yeah. 
So we went in there and uh, when we got to the audition, they gave us some paperwork to fill out. It was pretty standard, like how old are you? They wanted all your measurements and like we had no idea, your, your eye color. And um, then they asked, of course, who's your agent? And I think I must have had a business card that she'd given us, so I wrote her name on it. And uh, yeah, we kind of waited. We looked around the room. I remember seeing all these skaters from all over Brisbane. So word had gotten around. And at that stage, I was like, oh no. I was feeling confident until I walked in and saw all these skaters here. Because there were all the city skaters who kind of had connections with uh, the local skate shop and everything as well. And we had our skates as well, remember? We had to bring our That's skates That's right, along. we took our skates in. But I was, was expecting there to be a half pipe or something for us to show our tricks on. But it's just carpet. Like carpet, yeah. carpet room. And um, yeah. it, they were more looking for the image. Yeah. Which, which we didn't I know think, at this stage. No, and it's a bit of an oversight on their part because like if we turned out we were just posers and we couldn't skate, you know, <laughs> they get to the day when they're filming and uh, they could be in real trouble. That's right, that's why they um, had to do get the talent scout to go out when she found us and saw us doing our tricks, so. But she couldn't vouch for you. Exactly. Or me, exactly. like she wouldn't have remembered me. Yeah. She was probably like, oh, well, all of them can skate, I guess. And, and we came in as a duo, so I think. Um, hey, something... we're getting ahead of ourselves. We haven't even had the audition yet. So our names get called, our names get called. So we go in there. And I remember, I don't know about you, but I was, I was doing high school drama at the time and I wasn't even slightly nervous. I said, hey, I'm Dave and this is my brother, Joe. We love skating, we love hamburgers. I think we'd be a great fit for this. Like I remember just oozing confidence, but also trying to turn on the character charm as well. The youth kind of a little bit of edginess, the way I spoke and everything. And you as well, when I like, this is my brother Joe, like you went straight into character as well. We weren't, we and, weren't um, nervous at all. That definitely like worked in our favour. We've done... Um, but we didn't know that day whether we like, had the part or not. I think... And, uh, I can't even remember, have we, done the, um, well the, for this. have we done the team's final hazard video at this stage? Pro probably, I think we had. But I mean, that's a different matter, like being on a TV commercial and... Uh, yeah, but not to us, we, like, we kind of... Um, a camera is a camera, we thought, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, in terms of distribution, a home vi a video versus um, something that's going to be on all these TV stations. And to tell the truth, I wasn't even thinking about the money at this stage. It was all about the fame. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go on. I was just um, telling... I, when. When you um, ride the push bike, you just got to ring the bell and then tell people that you're passing on the right so um, you don't scare them. Otherwise, people jump out of their um, shoes. Yeah. Um, anyway, so um, I don't really remember that much more of the audition other than leaving and not being so confident. Like, I walked in a lot more confident than when I walked out just because of the number of people there. And I also didn't feel like, um, like I didn't have those those, you know, conventional good looks and olive skin or whatever that they kind of probably wanted in TV commercials. And I, I felt confident enough with my skating, but if, you know, they wanted uh, a young chap biting into a burger, I wasn't sure that I was gonna be the face they wanted for that.
Um, and me, personally, I just went into it um, a little bit, um, oh, like, I didn't know, I just went in a little bit um, blind, I guess, and I was a little bit um, naive, and I was like, oh, yep, we can do this, and I didn't really have any worries at all, I was just like, yep. <laughs> oh, I so can, you're, pretty, um, you're pretty confident we had it in the bag? Oh. Yeah, I was pretty confident. I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. Um, yeah, they didn't make us do any um, hard stunts or anything like that. So I was like, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> so anyway, I remember talking to the friends and thinking, oh, what do you reckon? I said, oh, I don't know. That was, I mean, you, I had no idea if they liked us or, or what. But anyway, um, we, we were told that they'd get back to us in a couple of weeks. And uh, I'd kind of forgotten about it, I guess. But then one day the phone rang and it was the agent and she talked she started pretty normally just you know hi boys you both got the part and i was just like what i couldn't believe it i was actually really surprised and so i told you and uh he was like oh well, okay what next then and she was like, okay well we're gonna get some details to you there's gonna be like um, a piece of paper that comes out with all the shot lists all the locations on it you need to have your skates and you're gonna need to be there and I think they were shooting on a weekend because we were all in school and everything. And um, so they gave us the locations. We told mum it was two days of shooting. Um, and they said, yeah, wear the clothes that you auditioned in because they liked them. And so that was going to be two days in a row. And, you know, with skating, you get sweaty. So I was like, oh, what's going to happen? We might have to just be smelling it. Obviously, you don't know on television if someone's stinking or not. And I remember... I'd like to know what our friends thought at the time. I, assu I assume there was a bit of jealousy because I know if someone else got it and I didn't know, I would have been extremely jealous. Oh, for sure. But um, word as well spread pretty quick as well around school as well. Wow, Dave's going to be in a Hungry Jack's ad. And um, I remember thinking, Joe, our life is going to change from this point in. Like, we're going to go around the streets. We're going to be recognised on the streets. So let's kind of enjoy this kind of uh, anomaly like while we can. Did you have any thoughts like that at the time as well? Uh, oh yeah, look, I thought we were going to be pretty famous. I thought I, I wasn't too worried about um, living the famous life or anything like that. I was just excited, it's like, oh, we're going to be so famous, we're going to be on television. And that was like, like back, back then, television was the thing. It was the biggest, you couldn't get, like, you couldn't get any higher. Like, there was no internet, there was... Um, there were no... There were no uh... There were no talk ticks. No talk ticks, no. The, the Facebook wasn't around. The Facebook wasn't around. Newspaper was like the entry level, but if you made television, that's... Oh, that was made the it. bomb. You'd made yeah. it. Yeah. Free-to-air television didn't get any bigger than that. Yeah, so what do you remember about the day of the shoot, Joe? So, I remember rocking up and... When we we're getting set up, there was the um, they had the catering. That was I was blown away by the catering. I'm like, oh, they've got hot food, and we can eat as much as we want. And um, it's um, it was delicious. We had lots of that. And they were preparing everyone, doing the makeup and everything. Um, there was like actresses and actors walking around, and all film crew, and it was quite a big production for um, the 
the commercial that it was if I oh, look back at it now. It would have cost a lot of money to make that. Absolutely. Yeah. And they were shooting on 35mm um, film as well. Yeah. So. And it was um, a big production, yeah. Yeah. Like they weren't messing around. They knew what they were doing. It was a, a massive production. And um, we kind of. I felt a little bit of out of place when I got there, like, not, not going to lie. Um, I felt a bit grubby and, like, people weren't talking to us because we were just some grubby little kids that looked like they'd snuck in to get a free feed in the park when they saw the, um, the film crew come along. And I need not have worried about my uh, looks because on set it was clear who, were, like, who was there for their looks. There was like a, a crew of four, two, like all white, one, two women, two men. Like one guy had like a ponytail and a Hawaiian shirt and like- And perfect the, smile, were, straight perfect teeth. Perfect smiles. Yeah. Just, conventionally good looking. Yeah. And um, so I was like, ah, oh, okay, that's, yeah. They didn't, they didn't get me for those bits. And they had a nice, um, a nice open top car, which um, they were using for these um, actors and actresses to um, go in. And so we found out then as well, it wasn't just us, there were another two skaters as well. And they were from the city who, like, this, when I say the city skaters, they were kind of the ones who kind of were connected with the local skate shop in the, in the middle of Brisbane. And, um, you know, we always referred to them as the city skaters because they were kind of, uh, they had their own little crew. We were the Raycliffe people. But um, yeah, so there was a, a guy and a girl there and uh, so we started talking to them and they were, I, I was expecting them to be a bit arrogant, but they were, they were just pretty down to earth and normal. And uh, we, got all, we got all our skates and stuff on. I'm like, okay, what's the first thing you want us to do? And it's okay, we want you to come around the corner and go over this, just jump down these stairs. And we looked and there were like two stairs and we said, oh, that's it? Like I was expecting some bigger stunts. I, they, um, I was wearing um, a maroon, um, I remember now, it was a maroon shirt and um, the lady was also wearing a maroon shirt and they said, oh, we can't have this, what are we going to do? And she also had a, um, like a, uh, a jersey, a, um, it was like a, uh, a hockey jersey, yeah. And they said, all right, put this on, Joe. And so they gave me that and I wore the jersey. Um, and so... Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. That's what happened. And so then, yeah, and then we came around the corner and we did like the little jump. And we had to do it like about 20 times. They kept saying, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. And we're like, what, is our trick not good enough? That, I was a little bit worried that we weren't doing it good enough, but we just had to realize that that's what um, the film industry, you got to do it. You got to do multiple takes because you can't go back and um, film it again, it's going to cost too much. So um, we did that like 50 times and we did all these tricks. I think we even did a few like 360s and stuff down the stairs, tried to do it better. Um, but um, ultimately they, they chose a, um, just a little method that I did. Yeah. And then we uh, moved on to the second location, which was a bridge over the um, over the road, like Western Brisbane. And I still, like, I'll tell my kids, like, whenever I drive under that bridge, I'll, oh, you know, I did a um, television commercial here. 
That was in Tawong, like, yeah, Tawong, wasn't, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that was actually Taringa, the oh, second Taringa. bit. Yeah, the first okay. bit was Tawong. Okay. And that was our skating done for the day after that. And after that, we went down, uh, I remember, and uh, we watched another part being filmed. And this was the conventionally good-looking people in, like, a convertible red car coming down this stretch. And so that, but that was interesting for me just to watch the whole thing being uh, filmed as well. And I remember they told mum to come and pick us up, like, early evening. And so, uh, yeah, we went back to the... It must have been where they had their offices because mum came later and they picked us up there. And we still had to come for the next part of the shoot. It was early, early the next morning. So we didn't muck around. The mum was asking us all the questions about how it was. And we were just kind of trying to process it all. Still just like, I was like, oh, I could do this every day. This is so fun. And I was almost feeling. It's a good way to earn a living. This, this is a good way to earn a crust. They put makeup on us that day. And I remember when I was talking to the makeup, because I was like, oh, seriously, oh, it's so bad timing. Like this pimple wasn't here yesterday. And she, and she kind of laughed because obviously I had no idea how minor our part was. But, but the next morning we went back and this was at the Hungry Jack's actual uh, restaurant. And they put a tiny ramp in front of the off. They wanted us to kind of jump over, jump over the camera and you'd, and you'd see us rolling into frame like in front of the Hungry Jack's. And um, that again, it was like about half a foot high. I was like, what, this, this is it? Yeah. And they're, they're like, oh, do you think you can do it? Do you think you can do it? Is this all right? It's not gonna be too difficult. Like, no, we got, we got this. <laughs> we got this, no problems at all. Cause I, I mean, we could do somersaults and all kinds of spins and things. And so what they were asking us to do, and now that I'm an adult, I understand more, but you know, it's also probably about safety and everything. Oh. And also, they wanted it coming in really quick, so it's like boom, 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 boom. They um, they didn't want to have like one minute gap between each each trick, so. And this, they also had another point where they gave us um, these tepid burgers, and they told us to mung into them. And I was like, this is the bit I've been waiting for. And they gave us these burgers and they start shooting and we eat them and we have no idea where the camera is but we're not looking at the camera um hello little goat in the rain apparently you like the rain according to joe <laughs> yeah so um we shot that bit and uh that was the end of it and we're like oh okay it's kind of like a bit of an anti-climax at the end can i just say something here remember when we were eating the burger they're like all right, we'll get the shot with you eating the burger. And we were just munging into these burgers like, like a grubby set of kids that hadn't eaten in a week. And we're just like smashing them, just terrorizing those burgers. And um, got like pickles on our face, tomato sauce. And we're like, I'm trying, like, I remember trying to eat um, delicately and like, a, like as nicely as possible, but we just didn't have it in us. We were just smashing these burgers and then they go, nut, nut, take two, take two. And they would get us a fresh burger, fresh set of chips, and then they'd have to lay out the chips perfectly. They'd go, and one guy thought he was really funny because he's going, he was like trying to impress the ladies and he was going, no, 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 we need the flow of the chips to be flowing, flowing. And he was like, 
putting in each individual chip into the packet. He goes, you've got to get the flow right. And he, he thought he had some little catchphrase going there with the word flow. You don't remember that? Yeah. And then, so, and, but we just wanted to eat the burgers. We're like, oh, getting paid to eat burgers for free. Oh yeah, we weren't going to let that t chance pass, were we? Yeah, but that, that um, scene hit the um, cutting room floor, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> These grubby kids with bloody tomato ketchup over their face and pickles hanging in between their teeth and we can't use that. So we um, finished the shoot, went home and like we're just like processing it all and we're like, oh, how much longer is it going to be until it actually goes on TV? Like, they explained the whole process, yeah, we go back and edit it now, and then we get approval from the company, and then we send it to the networks, and then we slot it in for the... And I was like, okay. I, um, payment as well, your agent will take care of that. And, um, I can't remember what came first, our payment or the actual uh, airing of the commercial. But I remember for those two days, we got about 400 bucks. And at the time, lots of our friends were working in, like, fast food, like, shops, and they were get making, like, five bucks an hour if they're lucky do you i think we got more than 400 bucks to tell you the truth um i've got a feeling we got a lot more than 400 dollars. it was more no i think after all the agents fees and tax was taken out and everything i think we ended up getting 423 bucks or something but anyway it was it was a lot of money it was a lot of money for me and that was a, when we had to get tax, tax file numbers and everything, get because um, we'd never never worked before. So this being your first, um, became an adult. But um, yeah, I remember the wait for the actual TV commercial to come on was painful. I was like, what? Surely they should have finished by now. And I remember even um, I must have asked the agent, and she was kind of getting sick of it. She goes, oh, I think it's going to go on next Sunday or something. And I remember ringing up, yeah, going to the white pages and going and finding one of the uh, television stations and calling the main switchboard. And so, yeah, I was just wondering um, what time we can expect to see a, a new Hungry Jacks ad, the one with uh, some guys rollerblading? Yeah, the one with David Stewart and Joe Stewart on it. You know that one? <laughs> yeah. And I just remember like, what? Oh. Um, no, we don't know. Like, like, we don't have any way of telling you that. And there's like the first time they've ever been asked that question. But um, after that, I remember, I think it was Adam McGowan, my friend, was like, Dave, he rang me. I just saw your Hungry Jacks out on the TV commercial. You, you come over at the end and you jump over the camera and you, and yeah, that was awesome. And I was like, oh, no way. So I think I glued myself to the television. I asked him what station it was. And I actually don't remember how much longer it was after that that I actually saw it. But it was over in a flash, it was, and I was like, unless you knew that we were in it, you'd never know that we were in it. Do you know what I mean? That's right, I was a little bit disappointed because, um, look, Elite, I was really happy that I got the only, like, the only trick in the um, commercial, where I got to do like a little air. And I'm like, oh. No, it's just a little method air off a couple of steps. Yeah. And, um, that, I think I was... turned around in it and I jumped over the camera at the end, but it was just like, it wasn't even a spin or anything. It was just jumping over the camera. So, but I was super, super excited to, um, and I was like, everyone, and I had this song which was like, 
got the hungries for Hungry Jacks. And um, everyone at school would be singing it to me, that song. They go, oh, you got, you got the hungries, Joe? You got the hungries? Oh, fuck. I've made it. I remember being disappointed that, um, yeah, we weren't going to be recognised on the street. And that other than getting this extra cash in our bank accounts and a bit of bragging rights with our mates, life hadn't really changed at all. Um, and then, this, we'll just um, quickly, for the, the sake of the story, um, we had to, um, we got called back a couple of years later to do a second commercial. And um, they got all of the actors from um, all of the Hungry Jack's commercials that have been made in the last few years, and they all went into the one store. And um, it was kind of like, so people would remember all the people from all the ads that had been on for the last few years. Like, no one remembered us because it was so short, but... It's the Got the Hungry Rollerbladers. Oh, it's good to see them. I was wondering what had happened. Yeah, that's right. Oh, there's that Joe and Dave um, brother brother duo. Oh, And we were even wearing the same clothes, I remember. Yeah, we had to wear the same clothes. But that was at night time, I remember. And uh, one, one thing I do remember from that day was the shoot. There were some younger kids in the ad. And I remember hearing them talking to each other. And I was just like, oh, oh, this is like, oh, just, I just felt this real young arrogance. I said, this, if these kids don't get a handle on this kind of attitude here, this could turn into being a really kind of a ugly attitude in the future. Um, what, were they being really arrogant or were they being? Oh yeah, just talking almost, yeah. Hey, I'm just going past the cornfields now. And the corn starting to, the cobs are coming out. I love cornfields. Corn, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, after that, I went on to be in a few other commercials as well, like later, as an adult. But, um, oh, I think the main one I got was uh, one where it was for the Electoral Commission. And I did my drip. Do you know my drip? I did that, and basically it was like, oh, if you, it was an old mic, and um, they basically were saying, oh, don't forget to have your say. And they had all these people in front of the microphone, just playing with it, seeing if it's working or whatever. Um, and yeah, I got a couple of other little bits, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest one when I, I wasn't, I wasn't auditioned for this one. I was just cast from my card or whatever. But I was a, I was supposed to be a tradie. And our, our ute, our utility truck had uh, broken down in the rain and we were pushing it like out of luck, bad, bad luck kind of duo tradies past all these people enjoying a frosty beverage in the pub. Um, can you um, put up some pictures on our Twitter um, of your, um, your agency photos that you used? Um, they're pretty funny because... You paid a lot of money for those, didn't you? They were pretty funny. I had a big puff ball of hair. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I actually got some commercials myself when I was in Japan. Um, I was on, um, on a commercial air that got aired quite a lot. And it was, um, I was acting as a cameraman. And um, they, it was for a, um, a wedding, a wedding um, place where they do all your wedding stuff. Um, and... I was the cameraman at the end, and they had full face shot, 
and I did a big wink and took a photo at the end as they played If You're Happy and You Know It, Clap Your Hands song. You'll have to tweet that one out as well. Well, I've been looking for it, but I can't find it. Oh, uh, I might ha I might have a version I just uh, recorded off the telly, maybe. Oh, if you can find it, that would be awesome, because I've been searching yeah. everywhere, um, yeah. and I'd love to get okay. a copy of that. Nice. Yeah. But that's, that's about time, Camera. Yeah. And um, So, uh, how do we end these things? Oh, I think we've got to headbutt the camera, don't we? Headbutt it, okay. Yeah, all right. See you later. Okay. See you, See you later, Blowy. See you later, everyone. Bye. Bye. Boom. Headbutt.